Hello, everyone, and welcome to Darkfire Tavern, where heroes meet episode 5. My name is JF, also known as Darth Frog, and as always, I'm joined by Prabhu, who everyone knows as Narakesari. How are you doing, buddy? Hey, dude. Going well. Going good. How about you? Oh, I'm pretty good. Thank you. So in this episode, we're going to be looking at campaign and how it can help to uh, improve your overall game. We'll also be sharing our first thoughts on the new Dark Healer Vani, and that was just released the last event. But first, we're going to do a quick revisit on our Mushroom Friend. So, on my Conard, both of our views, I think we both think kind of similar ideas and thoughts around him. Why don't you lead, and I'll jump in. Sure. So basically what the question has been, which we've gotten into our mailbag, and as well it was on the Darkfire Heroes server, was should you upgrade Mykonid? And the reason why that question is asked is when he's not leveled up, when he's still level one, he'll explode almost instantly, stunning those around him. If you level him up, he will stick around for a little while and the stun will happen later. And the question is, should you or should you not? I'm in the camp of you should level him up for the simple reason is for race, he's really good. If the people are going to take a few extra shots, it takes that effort, extra second or two to kill him. Then he stuns, giving you even more time. Same thing in campaign, you might want to use him and he'll actually stand in between the enemy and your tank, taking a shot or two before he explodes, stuns. I see the point for wanting to explode right away, but we have freeze and other spells to have that instant effect. What do you think? Yeah, definitely. I think that he should be leveled up as well. I mean, as you mentioned in race and campaign, he has those benefits there, right? In race, he helps to, because he's a higher level, he doesn't die instantaneously, so therefore he can delay the team a little bit more. Uh, campaign, as you mentioned, you cover that really well. In the castle, I think one thing that he does really well being leveled up is if you have an opportunity where you have somebody like Salva or Elsie or another jumper, you can actually place him closer towards the enemy castle, even if it's not visible. And when the golems appear, he will actually tank them and it keeps them locked in place closer to the castle so you can actually jump your hero there. Well, oftentimes the golems come so quickly that you miss them. So you must have opportunity. And he can do a bit more damage to the castle if you need that. Yeah, definitely. All right. So level them up. Go for it. All right. So we're going to go on to the new hero, Vani. And I've not played with him much. I have to say that I do enjoy his loadout of one defense and four magic. That was a really cool design. But for the testing, really, it was uh, Brabs who did most of it. So I'll let him take this one away. Yeah, so Vani, the new Dark Healer. So as you mentioned, the gear loadout's pretty unique. It's the only hero out there with a loadout like that. Really suits him. So you can really stack quite a few high protection items. So he's if his skill doesn't proc to break CC, you know that he will be out pretty quickly himself anyway. Right. His heal and cleanse ability to remove debuffs has an AoE effect, the 75%, which is his fourth skill, which at the moment is bugged. And I know that the dev team is looking into it and they actually have that resolved and that should be pushed out pretty soon. But besides that, from the healing point of view, from all of the healers out there, he, he will end up with the second highest. The highest 
single target heal is Martha, and she has an extremely long charge time for her heal, the longest being Manuel. So the fastest is Al, followed by Fina. So Al is around 10 to 11 seconds, Fina's around 13 to 14, Vani comes in at 16 to 17. But I have a question for you when it comes to his heal. I was kind of unimpressed by it when I did a tiny bit of testing, but because he brings something so different with the cleanse, does he become more of a secondary healer like Manuel, who is a decent healer, but really you bring him in as a secondary who has a lot of DPS? So is Vani a secondary healer or could you main him? I think he's still a main healer. When you have certain events it's all maps like the levels where you have the lizards who do freeze and that really affects your dps and your time and there he will be key right so because he has the ability to break cc on on himself he can then free the rest of the team and they can go ham on your targets uh the same thing applies for certain levels where you have the shades that freeze you i think he's definitely key on levels like that he's more of a situational healer than your than a main healer per se Okay, so if we have a really good light damage for the new event, then those two are going to make a great team for the duo? Oh yeah, definitely. I can't wait for those. Those are definitely, definitely my favorite by far. Is there any other points you have for Vani? I don't really have much to add to that. Well, you actually picked up something pretty cool with his animation. Oh yeah, that's right. So if anybody likes looking at the animation, if you haven't noticed, he has a a trigger that he gets extra damage and protection when an enemy gets a debuff. So I was running him with Ellen and she was uh, set to crit. So she was freezing a lot of enemies and I started seeing this little puff around him every time she did. So there's a little cool little animation. I've never noticed any other of these triggers having animations like that. So I'll be looking for that, forward to that. And for those who enjoy those little uh, those little moments, definitely look for that. It's pretty cool. Yeah, so I think it'll be interesting to see if guys like Mathis, etc. have similar things around them. Yeah, for sure. Okay, so now on to our main topic, which is campaigns. Campaigns is the main PvE mode. And the one that really attracts a lot of players to Darkfire heroes. But there's more to it than just going through, blasting through, doing what you can, and then coming back later. One of the best campaign players is just on this show here. It's uh, Prabs. And so I'm going to let you take this one away to kind of explain a little bit more about campaign and what it can offer than more just going through and killing guys. Cool. Campaign is my favorite aspect of the game. I really love going through them and seeing the and seeing I mean just the design and animation and everything else and of the enemies and the levels itself. I just really enjoy it. What do I look at when I do the campaigns? Obviously being at one of the higher tiers in the game, the easy mode of the campaign is pretty much that. It is easy. And I would typically do that on Octo. Now, when it comes to hard, that's when I start to really pay attention. Because on hard, it's where I can actually see what damage the enemies are vulnerable to. So in there, you'll be looking at what will be my ideal team composition, where are enemies appearing from. So do I have enemies coming in from the side? Do I have summoners? So that way I can actually build out the team for when we actually attempt it on expert so that we can actually play it in one go and we can get that done. 
So basically what you're saying is that to play the expert mode, which is what we all, you know, kind of get to, and those are the more proud moments, is that you actually use hard to figure out how you're going to build your team on expert. Yeah, exactly. That's it for us players at the higher end of the game. But if you are a new player, the same thing applies to you. So you would actually use easy to figure out what you would do for hard. Okay. And it's one of the things that the game is missing at the moment, which is the beast theory. Something we've asked to, uh, <laughs> we've asked them to fill out for uh, for quite a while. Yeah, and I've spoken to the dev team around it, and with the launch and everything else, obviously that took a bit of a backstep due to other things being a higher priority. But you can pretty much suss things out. So you, we all know that the fireworms or the fire creatures are more susceptible to physical damage because they have extremely high prot. The lizards have high defense and they are more vulnerable to magical damage. So there's certain key things that flow throughout the game and those are the key themes. And if you keep that in mind, it makes it a lot easier. What do you think newer players need to keep in mind? Well, older players as well about the campaign. That it's frustrating. That sometimes you can get frustrated, but it, it's like you get stuck. And I think for newer players, you need to just stay on the normal until you get stuck. And then you jump backwards, go into hard, and then you push until you get stuck, then jump into expert, push till you get stuck. By the time you've done all that, you go back to normal and see if you've gotten any better. If you're a bit stronger, you push that again. And if you can, then you push and then you keep going. But at one point, you'll be stuck everywhere. And it's to not get discouraged. It's frustrating, yes, but don't get discouraged, right? You'll eventually get there as your team gets better, change composition, try new things. On Sundays when there's no dungeon, you've got the energy, just spend it, you know, try something else out and have fun. But I think as the wise Daft Rock said, it's not a sprint, it's a marathon. Yes, right. <laughs> yes. So many people want to get everything right away. This game is not a sprint, it is a marathon. But when it comes to, we're talking about, we haven't really talked about compositions and stuff like that because there are so many different heroes. And sometimes do you put much emphasis on the elements of the of the campaign levels. No, so the bonuses, the elemental bonuses are just that. It's a bonus. It's not required in order to finish that campaign. It's a nice to have. Rather work with a team that you're comfortable with, that you know what their synergies and their abilities are. And you know exactly what you can do. Right. But that plus six is really tempting, though, sometimes. Yeah, it is. And it's a good opportunity to bring in one hero or sometimes two heroes that you know are cool, but you've never really tried. Or you know that, or you have tried it, but you haven't found a use for them as yet. This is a time for you to experiment, right? As you mentioned, you hit that point where you, where you get frustrated and it's be like, it's an opportunity for you to experiment. And I think that's where the devs themselves can actually have the fun on trying to make the uh, trying out new things within the campaign, and those things will later filter through into events, etc. As well, right? Right. And you you talk about trying new things and testing things. That's something else that you use campaigns for. Yeah. So I use campaigns a lot to test. So if I want to test damage, if I want to test a bold. There's certain maps on the expert mode where you need a certain team composition. But if I know that I'm going to have a horde of enemies coming at me, if I want to see, okay, which heroes can crit, that's a perfect opportunity for me, right? I can stick two heroes on me to keep my tank alive, and I can take my tank and two other DPS that I want to test out, and I can try that. 
if I want to see what build on a hero on a hero works better, I can try that out there as well. So, so, so the campaign itself has so many different advantages that we shouldn't just look at it as okay, here's a map, here's a reward. It actually allows you to play around. It can be a DPS test for you. It can allow you to experiment with new heroes to see what the abilities are for events for levels that you're stuck on. So I think people need to look at it in a more wider picture point of view so they can actually explore the game a lot more. And even if you are unsure if you want to have a, a certain setup gear-wise to another one, is you go into a campaign and you run it. And then you see it's like, oh, this is what he did in this exact instance. And now I'm going to gear him different. And now let's see how that hero performs under these conditions with this gear. So it does help you instead of just theorizing that this gear should be better, you're actually testing it out. So I think using campaign as a testing ground is really good. I, I use dungeons a lot to do that, but I find dungeons become at a later time as you become better and your account becomes stronger. There's not much testing because the enemies just die too quick, right? Yeah. And uh, deeper dungeons, you don't want to do testing in there because... No. <laughs> I've done that and I regretted it. Yeah. First, first, we need to be able to survive it in order to test in there. So one tank and four DPS is not a good idea on level five uh, deeper dungeons? Uh, regrettably, no. <laughs> Even if that tank can do a bit of healing? No. <laughs> I don't know who did that. That would not be a good idea. I would not suggest it. it. No. <laughs> they must have been hopping that. <laughs> yeah. No, but I mean, it's another thing on campaign. Let's move on. Another thing on campaign is a, a lot of people are trying to farm for gear, specific gear, which I think is a really bad way to do it. But if you're going to replay a campaign anyway on a Sunday that there's nothing else to do, you might as well do it on one where there's a chance to uh, to get it. What I don't get are people trying to farm gear on dungeon days. So you're wasting away energy because you're trying to find this Trollsbane ring or Blood Rose or whatever. That is really a bad idea because the drop rate is 80% gold. I did three days worth of data, like three different Sundays worth of data to see kind of roughly what the drop rate was. And gear drop rate, I think I got two pieces, maybe three pieces in the three days of testing. So don't farm it. If you're going to just farm it because you have the extra energy anyways, go for it. But don't make it your mission to go and find something specific in there because you're not going to get it. Yeah, and I think that there can be certain tweaks that can be done in there in order to make the replay of the campaign a lot more pleasant, right? One would be if you drop the percentage of gold, but increase the amount. So you're still getting a similar amount of gold overall, but you also have a high chance of getting essence or gear, etc. in there. Yeah. What are your thoughts around that? I think I agree with this because uh, just running on on the Sundays with no dungeons and no event, you're just running your your energy. It's like, do I bother? I'm getting 40 gold pieces to run a, a campaign level. It's it doesn't seem worth it, right? Like if it if uh, shards or essence gems just dropped even uh, more often even if it wasn't at the same rate that they are now like not rate but uh, the amount as they are now even if it was a little less if the rate is higher it feels good to see those 
that animation come up and it's like, it's shards. Oh, cool. Look at that. I got one pink shard and a bunch of silver shards. I'm like, I'm happy. Cool. Five gems. Hey, I'm happy. Oh, 40 gold. Yay. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like it just, I, I can really see there being an improvement in wanting to play. Like I think your players need to want to play the campaign again because it is so cool. They've put so much work into it. So uh, besides the drops in the campaign itself, one other aspect that can make or break a campaign are the spells. What are the top three spells that you think every player should take? For me personally, I love armor. Armor is my new favorite spell when it comes to campaign, waves, levels, all that kind of stuff. I just absolutely love that spell to the point where uh, Protect, which used to be, has kind of dropped off on me. I'll bring it in every once in a while. But I just love armor. takes everybody into account. I think it's great. And Aid is the other one. Two mana spell rotation. And now, honestly, it's Mykonid. Mykonid has become that staple... It's, it's such a quick cycle. You get a dude in there, protect your tank, get some stun. I think those three spells are the ones that I would constantly take in. Yourself? Well, I had a different lineup, but now that you just mentioned that, I think it's the same thing that you did early on in, <laughs> early on in the... Was it our first episode or was it the second episode where you talked about, uh, about the rotation for race? And once you spoke about it, I was like, okay, yeah, that makes sense. I'm not going <laughs> to... I'm not going to debate that because it makes so much of sense. So, I, yeah, there's no I, I do well in theory. I do well in theory, but sometimes I have to, to revisit it. But what were you going to say before that? So mine was armor, aid, and protect. I don't know. I tend to run really defensive teams at times. I just like having extra backup. So protect, as, but this is the thing, we're talking about three spells. We select two other spells, so. Right, but do you know who, the reason why I am now in campaign mode and uh, waves and everywhere? Do you know why I bring Mykonid in that, like, especially like say campaign? Because of you. When you're showing your teams on our Discord, Mykonid is there. And I'm like, why is he running Mykonid on this one? I was like, oh, let's try it out. It's like, wow, this is actually really good right now. So you're the reason why I run Mykonid in pretty much everything now. Because I thought it was like, oh, he's good for race. He's good for castle. But, you know, whatever for PVE. And turns out he's really good in everything. So you're the reason why I run it. <laughs> yeah, well, I think like the reason why I run him, especially in everything, he just gives you that break. Sometimes you just need that little bit of time where you have that pressure on you and he just takes the pressure right off, right? He just gives you that ability to just think and sometimes you need that. You know what? I just discovered something today and it was super cool and just us talking about uh, Mike and giving you that break and I'm not going to go into it, but a new he and a hero that's not very old that I'm really going to start testing now is Aramy. His slug is way better than I thought. So I'm not, well, I think it's way better than I thought before. So I'm going to be doing some testing with him. But the, the whole giving you yourself a break, it's totally what it does. And I'm actually quite excited to uh, try out this guy who I thought was looked cool at first. And then I just kind of like forgot about him. But anyways, I won't go into that. Maybe another episode we'll, uh, we'll, we'll do a deep de dive on Aramie. Yeah, that sounds interesting. Yeah, it could be something that we do. Yeah, I like that. Okay, so now let's go on to the moment that everybody is waiting for, the gold chest giveaway. Adriana, once again, was nice enough to do the draw for us, and I will have a video of the draw uploaded on YouTube as usual. 
So if you want to go check that out, go ahead. And for the winner, I will leave that honor to you, Brabs. Yeah, cool. So once again, it's another stellar member of the community, DX Subobni, who's always helpful to everybody on the main Discord and on the DT Discord. So congratulations. Well done and thoroughly deserved. Yeah, congrats, man. I'm sure you calculated that with your geekiness, right? Oh, definitely. So let's move on to the last call. And I have a little something to say for my friend, Stay Thirsty. So this one's for you, buddy. You see, my sign-offs apparently aren't cutting yet. So after putting some thought into it, I decided that maybe he was right, but also thought that maybe I could have some fun with it. So I'll give it my best shot. And I'll even put it up on Discord uh, for you guys to vote on if you want it to stick around or not. So if you don't like it, just come join in Discord, say I don't like it, and I'll keep trying until something sticks. What do you think? No, I think it's something fun. It'll be interesting to see what the guys have to say. All right. So that's it for us. So until next week, have fun storming the castle.